Don Jr. destroys the view. Mr. Reagan. Okay, before we revel in the destruction of the view by the son of the president, let us first cover a couple of other outrageous moments that happened on the view recently. So our first clip emerged out of a conversation about Beto dropping out of the race. Let's tune in and see what the coven had to say. The presidential race just lost uh, a candidate when Beto O'Rourke announced he's ending his campaign. Now, he came out of the gate really strong, was on cover of Vanity Fair, said he was born for this. Uh, and people was saying, well, what happened? Yeah. He got a lot of money right out of the gate, um, but clearly that's not what people are feeling on the ground. I, th- I think a he lot suffered from uh, premature evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um. Hilarious. He raised $80 million. Obama was publicly drawing comparisons to him, like saying like he, he's like me and the, he got a ton of Obama staff. I will also say that his stance on gun buybacks, um, Mayor Pete said it was a shiny object that distracts from achievable gun reform. Chris Coons said it wasn't a wise policy or move and that clip will be played for years at Second Amendment with rallies with organizations that try and scare people by saying that Democrats are coming for your guns. He also made um, some statements about religious institutions being um, getting their tax-exempt status excuse me, removed from them um, because they if they didn't support same-sex marriage so he did a lot of like battleground culture war and he ran as the most left most woke candidate and look where he ended one of well, the first they should of the not tell everything they're gonna do like if you're gonna take people's guns away wait till you get elected then take the guns away <laughs> don't tell them ahead of time wow wow okay I assume that most of you have probably already seen this clip because this is crazy All right, now, before we dive into this, I, as usual, have to try to sell you something. Now, did you read about the Dutch National Bank? They're holding over $20 billion worth of gold in their vaults, and they just bought more. Why? On their website, they say that gold always retains its value, crisis or no crisis. Will your personal IRA accounts still hold their value in a crisis? Do you have ownership and control of your own retirement savings? If you're not sure, you need to sort out your financial security. Hit the link below or call 877-646-5347 to make sure that you tell them that Mr. Reagan sent you. And speak to one of Noble Gold's experts and they will put you straight about your options. Now, I think Joy Behar would say, if she, she was criticized to her face, that this was a joke. But it was definitely not a joke. She definitely thinks it's better to lie to the American public about what constitutional rights a Democratic presidential candidate plans to violate and then just do so after getting elected. Even more disturbing is that the crowd just laughs and nobody really criticizes her. Megan comes in with, you know, that's what we conservatives are afraid that you're going to do all the time. That's what people like me think is going to happen. So I appreciate his honesty. But she doesn't tell her, you're crazy, that's insane. You know, you need to have your citizenship revoked or whatever. Like, I mean, it's mental what Joy Behar is saying, but it's more mental that nobody really strongly criticizes her. But you know what? I think that Joy Behar is being refreshingly honest here. I think that this should be a part of every Republican campaign ad for 2020. Every senator, every congressman, Trump, everybody running needs to use this clip in their ad because Democrats secretly want to violate constitutional rights. I think that's true more often than we know. And we already know that they're trying to silence freedom of speech. Twitter is banning campaign ads, a policy which I guarantee will change if Democrats ever start doing well again in federal elections. YouTube, Instagram, Google, 
They're all shadow banning conservatives, including myself. Many universities have taken great pains to keep conservatives from speaking on their campuses, and they restrict the speech of conservative students. The concept of separation of church and state, although not explicitly expressed in the Constitution, is nevertheless cited frequently by leftists in their attempts to violate the religious liberties of Christians in America. And now they're trying to violate the rights of Christians in America by using LGBT special rights, which is just as annoying. Curiously, leftists never seem to try to violate religious liberties of Muslims or Jews or Hindus or Sikhs or pagans or Satanists or any other religion. Curious. Leftists even try to undermine the sovereignty of the country with open borders, amnesty, paying welfare to illegal immigrants and pushing for voting rights for illegals. So it shouldn't be shocking that a prominent leftist is suggesting that we completely ignore the Second Amendment, deceive and steal from the American people. All right, now let's move on to our second big The View story. So last week, Tulsi Gabbard went on the show, and it was fantastic. Recently on your show here. I was uh, just going to get to that. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Helping you out. Do you want me to ask you um, Yeah. No, look, some of you have you accused me of being a... Uh, a traitor to my country, a Russian asset, a Trojan horse, uh, or a useful, we you a useful idiot, I think was the term that you used. Which basically means... Look at the awkwardness with which Joy Behar tries to walk back what she said. Useful! Useful! You're a useful idiot! <laughs> was the term that you used. Which basically means that... I As if somebody being a useful idiot turns that into a compliment. I am a patriot. I love our country. I am a strong and intelligent woman of color, and I have dedicated almost my entire adult life to protecting the safety, security, and the freedom of all Americans in this country. It was the attacks on 9-11. I don't think she needed to say woman of color, but otherwise, very well stated. far ahead of ourselves, but uh, Franklin Graham finds you refreshing. He doesn't find me refreshing. Uh, Richard Spencer, the white nationalist leader, says he could vote for you. Okay, now I want to pause here to expose just how crazy Behar is. She's lumping Franklin Graham and Richard Spencer together, okay? Richard Spencer is a white nationalist and a prolific troll. Franklin Graham is a Christian minister and the son of Billy Graham, a man that's known as America's pastor. Obviously, Joy is using these people to vilify Tulsi by association, right? But Franklin Graham, why not cite the like kind words by the Pope or the Dalai Lama or Mr. Rogers? Uh, Tulsi Gabbard was lauded by Mr. Rogers. That bitch. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter because a candidate's supporters don't define them. I mean, uh, you're on, you're on Tucker Carlson at least 10 times. Why don't you go on this Wallace's this is, show? This All right, now this is also a moronic thing to say. Tulsi goes on every show that she's offered, okay? She's trying to get as much airtime as she can, put herself out there. She's on your show right now, you moron, okay? The reason Tucker brings her on his show is to draw attention to the vicious nature of the DNC and the cult-like mindset of the left rejecting any dissent at all, right? Tulsi Gabbard has been treated very poorly by the left. Joy Behar's support of Hillary Clinton's insane Russian asset comments, by the way, are a perfect example of this. But we on the right have respect for those who think for themselves, even if we don't 
agree with them, okay? Tucker likes to illustrate that distinction between conservatives and crazy leftists by using Tulsi as an example, and she is a great example. Unfortunately, you doubled down on the baseless accusations that she made that strikes at the core of who I am. I'm a soldier. Because of the attacks on 9-11, I enlisted in the military to go after and defeat and destroy the evil that visited us on that day. I've served now for over 16 years. We actually have the clip of Hillary Clinton, just to put this in context of what we're talking about. Let's, Let's take a look at that. She's a favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her so far. That That's assuming Jill Stein will give it up, which she might not, because she's also a Russian uh, asset. So are you surprised, though, that when people see bots and things and all the things that we've sort of been seeing heading you away, uh, that people have these questions? Because she's not the only one. Hillary, I don't think, is the only one. So what she's saying is she feels they are grooming you. Okay, it is clear to me that Whoopi has no idea what she's talking about. She's She just referenced Hillary's accusation as if there's something of substance behind it. Now, the reason that Hillary felt justifying in saying what she did is that Tulsi holds a position on Syria in line with the Russian government's position. And so Russia likes her more than the other Democratic candidates, naturally, okay? This is not a mystery. If you hold a political position favorable to any foreign government, they will probably appreciate it. Tulsi's Syria position isn't influenced by Russian support. Russian support is influenced by Tulsi's position on Syria. Again, her supporters don't define her. It's offensive to me as a soldier, as an American, as a member of Congress, as a veteran, and frankly, as a woman, to be so demeaned but you called her the personification in, of rock. So She's a woman, in such too. A way. Well, I'm pointing to the fact that she has continued this legacy of being the world's police around the world that has waged wars costing the lives of thousands of my brothers and sisters in uniform. I'm speaking out against that. And What's to your change, evidence for that? To change. Well, can I? Are can you I, serious? Let's hear it. Are you let's, serious? Let's hear it. I served in the war Not in you. Iraq. Her. You're saying that, that she's, exactly. she's a war I served monger. in How the war in that? Iraq yeah. that she championed. She championed a regime change war in Libya. Did you not believe Libya. in that war? I believe the lies that were told to us. Well, so did she. Joy Behar is such a Hillary sycophant, it's sickening. In her mind, Hillary can do no wrong. I, I mean, I don't blame Hillary for Iraq nor Bush. I know that's an unpopular position, but look, there was some incompetent intel, I think. But Hillary has been stubbornly defiant about Iraq. The woman, I mean, most conservatives are like, yeah, it was probably a mistake. Hillary just finds it incredibly difficult to admit ever making any mistakes. And that is a huge problem for somebody who wants to be president. But Joy Behar is blinded by her fangirl obsession. Establishment Democrats to Joy are all perfect. It is indisputable to say anything other than the fact well, this guy that Hillary, let me just close this out that Hillary Clinton throughout her career has led with a foreign policy of interventionism mm-hmm. and being the world's police going and toppling dictators in other countries that has caused such destruction and loss of life I'm against that I'm running for president to change that rather than actually debate me on the issues she and others are resorting to these smear tactic campaigns seeking to undermine me smear my character and sending a message to anyone who dissents Stand, toe the line, or you too will be smeared. One thing you have not been afraid to do. 
<laughs> wow, there must be some Tulsi fans in the audience. Very well stated and absolutely true. I love that Tulsi is standing up in defiance. Maybe some Democrat voters will see that the Democrat political machine, including Hillary, is the personification of rot. One thing that you've not been afraid to do is go up against your own party. Yeah. You say that um, the process has been rigged. Do you think it's been rigged against you? And would you ever run as an independent? Because you heard Hillary Clinton say that. There are other people that think that that's something that you will ultimately do. That, no. Very clearly, and I've said no every time for not, months that I've not, been asked though, that question. Why not, if the party's rigged against you? Because I'm running to build a new Democratic Party, to take our party out of the hands of the, the corporate special interests, the greed and the warmongers, and actually make it so that our Democratic Party is a party that is of, by, and for the people, fighting for peace. Our party used to be the peace party. What happened to that? Actually be the party for the people, protecting our planet and fighting for peace. Yeah, well, I think um, you evoke really strong reactions from people. I know what that's like, mm -hmm. um, from the left and the right. And you seem to be a threat to both sides. Why do you think you trigger so many people in so many different ways? Because I don't completely understand it, but I myself am a trigger, so maybe that's why I don't get it. I don't see how Tulsi is a threat or a trigger to conservatives. She's a, she's a Democrat, so we think she's wrong about stuff. That's about it. I mean, I think Tulsi's answer reflects the establishment Democrats for sure, but not really conservatives. I'm speaking truth to power, and those in power know they can't control me. So they view me and the truth that I'm speaking as a threat to that power base. So you know, right. I just want to straighten a couple of things out. I've never said, and I don't think Hillary Clinton thinks that you're a winning asset. You might be an unwitting asset. Not that that means you're stupid, but people can be used. Well, that, that's exactly what okay. it means, though. That's exactly thing, what it means. The other thing that confuses me, wait, I have one more question. You're on state TV all the time. Why do you go on What's Fox TV? Fox Channel, which is a She's propaganda to to a propaganda audience. network, 16 times with Tucker Carlson. I never see you with Chris Wallace or, or that other guy, what's his name, Brett Baer. Well, Why aren't you on with them? They're definitely middle of the road. Why do you go on with Tucker, who's a liar and, and a propagandist? So Fox News is propaganda? Have you ever watched your own show, Joy? <laughs> Fox News is not propaganda. The View is propaganda. Tucker is not a propagandist. You, Joy, are a propagandist. For the record, Tucker Carlson has the best news show on TV. John Cleese tweeted the other day that he doesn't know how to speak to conservatives who support Trump because they only watch Fox and that's the only information that they get. Well, I have news for you, John Cleese. I watch tons of stuff. I watch the BBC. I watch France 24. I watch Deutsche Welle, which is a German channel. I read Politico. I read the New York Times. I read the Washington Post. I, uh, what else? I check out BuzzFeed sometimes and Vice and Vox and all the V things. HuffPo. I mean, I read everything. I watch everything. I try to get as much information I can from every side that I can. Okay. Sometimes I even watch the Young Turks, which is horrible. John Cleese thinks that the reason he can't talk to conservatives is conservatives only watch Fox. Well, maybe the reason he can't talk to conservatives is that he doesn't watch Fox. But I digress. Moving on. Let me start with um, how offensive it is to say that I am a witting or unwitting asset of a foreign country working against the interests of our people and our country, the not country that I am willing to lay my life down for. So if you're saying it's not deliberately, then you are implying could be. that I am too stupid and too naive and lack the intelligence no. to know what I am doing. Can you, that can is I get, extremely can offensive I get you to, put to the me quote and to up? every woman of color. Can you guys put the quote back up? 
because I think everyone has sort of missed something. What are we missing? Well, I think what you're missing is that that asset had nothing to do with Tulsi. She was talking about Jill, Jill Stein. Actually, uh, yeah, she said Jill Stein was also a Russian asset. Also, okay, Hillary was talking about Tulsi, and then she said Jill Stein was also a Russian asset, suggesting that Tulsi's an asset and Jill Stein is also an asset, right? But maybe Whoopi Goldberg never learned to read. She was talking about Jill, Jill Stein. Actually, her, no, yes, her spokesperson well, confirmed wait, it. I'm not making it okay. Her spokesperson confirmed you know, it because media, some of the media followed up and asked her, asked for her spokesperson to say what she meant and confirmed that they were talking about me. So there was no mistaking that. Right. Okay. Well, okay. that's clear. Well, the but quote that we saw, I'm sorry, yeah. I just want to point out the quote that we saw wasn't... She well, they never named her. They never named her. She's, she's, she's talking, uh, assuming Jill Stein will give it up, Why but she might not because yeah. she's also I, I, a Russian I mean, this, this, this was, was after that yeah. quote was made, right. media across spectrums Went were bizarre. reporting about what Hillary Clinton just mm-hmm. said about Tulsa. But I, I want to, I just, I, you, yeah. you raised a second issue about why yes. I go on Fox News. Yeah. I go on Tucker Carlson, go on Brett Baer, go on Sean Hannity, go on MSNBC, go on CNN. I am here to speak to every single American in this country about the unifying leadership that I want to bring as president, not just speak to those who agree with me. This is such an important point. The left doesn't understand this at all. The only reason that the coven I mean, The View, ever has guests on with opposing views is because heated arguments are good for ratings. The left exists within an ideological bubble, illustrated brilliantly by their hatred of Tulsi Gabbard. I do want to ask you something else. Kamala Harris said recently that her race and gender are, quote, the elephant in the room, and that many still question if America is ready for a woman, and specifically a woman of color to be president. And you're also a woman of color. Is is that you feel been a problem for you? I, I do you think, agree with her? No, I, I think the American people are ready for a president that will put people ahead of politics, put people ahead of profits. Then why and is she saying that, you think? You have to ask Kamala that. This is another reason why conservatives like Tulsi Gabbard, all right? She rejects identity politics. A leftist who rejects identity politics in 2019. I mean, Tulsi really is in a class by herself. And look how uncomfortable Joy is listening to this. She she just can't tolerate any challenges to her worldview. It's kind of hilarious. All right, the Tulsi episode was good, but now let's get to the reason we're all here. Donald Trump Jr. Please welcome the son of the gentleman <laughs> in the White House. <laughs> DJT. Uh, listen to this snickering. Just even from the intro, they're nasty. What a bunch of disgusting old crones. You know, it's ironic that Don's book is entitled Triggered. Well, they're illustrating his point beautifully. All his fans are in the front. tickets out of about 150, so we figured we got to stack the deck a little bit, right? Well, you guys are here. We're going to get to Triggered the book in a moment and your relationship, but you did something that triggered a lot of people yesterday, including myself, uh, by releasing the name of the whistleblower, uh, the whistleblower whose complaint has now led to impeachment hearings. Um, The whole point of releasing a name is to intimidate someone, to threaten someone. No, the whole point of releasing a name is to reveal the character of the person. Eric Caramella is a far-left political operative. 
That's hugely important information that would be totally unknown to the public had the name never been released. You're supposed to be a conservative, Abby. I know you're a rhino, but I have never found you as detestable as I do in this moment, watching you cast this particular accusation. Okay, let's hear what Don has to say. I, I think the reality of the answer is the whistleblower's name was on a little website called The Drudge Report a couple of days ago. It was in Real, Real Clear Politics. I literally quote tweeted an article that had the guy's name in the title of the article. So that whole thing is Does nonsense. But I, I wish the outrage would be equal. I mean, there was no outrage when, you know, my family got an exploding letter of, you know, with white powder substance in it. You know, they're protecting a guy, you know, in the CIA and there's great <laughs> outrage. But when your family gets something, it's there. And that's a big part of the book, which is it's not a level playing field in terms of he, outrage. He, we do he, live in an outrage well, culture. And again, my point of view on this, it seems to me that everyone is outraged that his name is out there because now people are saying, okay, he's tied to Joe Biden while Joe Biden was working in the White House. He has ties to Brennan, who's been leading the cabal on Trump. <laughs> but, it's not, you know, but let, let's not, be that, honest that, about but, what it but is. Just not only is the media outrage unbalanced with regard to the Trump family, but other whistleblowers, okay? Never before, never have I ever seen the media care at all about concealing the identity of a whistleblower, okay? This is a totally new standard that has been set specifically because concealing the identity of this whistleblower is politically beneficial to the Trump-hating left. Just to be clear, that's not why I'm outraged. I'm that's outraged right. because I care about diplomacy in this country. I care about how we protect the people when they see a wrongdoing, mm -hmm. that they go through the proper political channels I and they are protected fair. for doing that. So you can say that, that whatever uh, outlet I, I, I mean, at least let's, let's not kill ourselves. But the name has been out there for five days. But that doesn't it, make it right. But nevertheless, nevertheless, ABC is right no. now right. chasing down a whistleblower about all of the Epstein stuff because those stories were killed. So if we're going to have the conversation about the outrage okay, about whistleblowers, we just, you, work that? That? you work with CBS. You work with CBS to oust a whistleblower who came up with a story that's not shady. Can we stick to CBS? Exactly, exactly. The media does not care about protecting whistleblowers. Just this one. That's it. Their outrage is as fake as their news. Can we stick to what she asked in the question? Just because if we start getting off because on things... No, no, no. Because, no, no, because I think but my that's point is one of hypocrisy. And, and again, a big mm -hmm. part of why I wrote the book is because there's so much hypocrisy out there. Now, I understand that the mainstream media is left-leaning. I don't think anyone's ever debated that or doubted that for a long time. But they've gotten rid of the pretense of objectivity at this point. There is no, they're like, you but know what, we're just going to be the marketing wing of the other side. Pretense of objectivity. So beautifully said, Don. Absolutely right. And the irony is, these women are part of that marketing wing of the Democrat Party. He's calling them out to their faces. <laughs> Nicely done, Don. Nicely done. If you talk about hypocrisy... Mm -hmm. You seem fine with people leaking information if it makes you and your father look good because WikiLeaks and Julian Assange is a cyber terrorist, right? And, and I think a Russian puppet. You are fine promoting his stuff and your dad praising him on the campaign trail if it makes you look good. So how is this whistleblower who went through the right channels, how are you now releasing his name and putting his life in danger but WikiLeaks was doing the right thing? Why is Abby Huntsman being such an insufferable is she trying to win points with Joy or or the leftist producers? Is she trying to get Republicans to hate her? I don't get this. Let the psychos Joy and Whoopi ask the nauseatingly unfair questions and try to browbeat Don. Why are you doing it? I don't get this. It's weird. We are 
an opinion show. Correct. That's what we do. Correct. What you seem to have done and feels very disingenuous because <coughs> you can't say I'm a private citizen and yet you're in the middle of all of this. You were you brought to the FBI folks, everybody talked to you, you know, you're part of this. So when you release a name like that, even if it was out for 10 days or 20 days, you have to know that people, if you were talking about the white powder that your family got, this guy's family's getting the same thing. Eric Caramella's family is not getting white powder sent to them. No, nothing bad at all is happening to them. No one has threatened him or anything. You're just acting hysterical to try to make a valid sounding argument for keeping the whistleblower's name secret. But this protection thing is total crap. We all know that you want to keep his name secret because he's a partisan hack and this whole Ukraine impeachment is political theater and totally invalid. Well, Either we don't, we shouldn't we don't, be we don't doing know it. that that's actually happening to him, you know, first and foremost. Well, we don't I mean, know that, that it happened to but, you. But, but, but we're, we're taking your name. Yeah. We're taking your Yes, and, and we we've known yeah. each other. You were a former prosecutor. Yeah. I mean, did you advise um, your boyfriend that it is a federal crime to out a, a whistleblower? I didn't advise him that it was a federal crime, but I did come out of the bathroom and say I left you alone for ten minutes. What happened when Mama sees his gun? Because yeah. by the well, it's, not a federal crime. Reason. it's only a federal However, crime for the IG to do it. That's yeah. in the statute, well, well, so that's you well, can't. No, that's but that's true. the point. You can't that's run a lie. The <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. Really, Sonny? Come on, lady. Could you be more disrespectful? What a. All right, so they go on about this for a while longer. They are obsessed with this, you know, tweeting of the whistleblower's name. It's a, it's kind of a strange thing for them to get hung up on. I mean, there's a million things that they could be talking about. He retweeted a name that other people reported on. All right, let it go, ladies. Let's move on. Under yeah, U.S. Code Section 1505, it, it, it is a crime. It's not accurate. Just ask Brad Paul. He went my law degree says it is, but nevertheless... But he's not uh, my, the individual my, that first... Is my, but my question I, is... You know, I, I don't think I should have to forego my First Amendment. Right? I didn't want to create hysteria, but if I'm well, reading an article, be like, oh, the name's out there. I didn't even realize that this thing's some sort of big sort of secret. You don't regret doing that. I don't regret doing it. No, I don't think I should have to forego my First Amendment rights. It's out there. I read it in an article. I've been reading it for a week. I saw it on the Drudge Report. Like, this is not some secret. But to then say, because it's Donald Trump Jr., because he's an outspoken guy, why was there no outrage when Drudge Report, <laughs> okay. which is a major website, probably the largest aggregator of media news mm -hmm. in America, he puts it out there a few days ago, and no, crickets, no, no problem with that. Um, I, I want to talk about the, the, the memo of the call, because I, I don't believe it's ah. a transcript. <laughs> I don't believe it's a transcript. This woman is such a bitch. I'm sorry I keep using that word, but what a bitch. Um, in the memo of the call that was released from the White House between your father and the, the Ukraine president, your father said, uh, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. And we have the entire uh, part, part of the memo here. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? The do me a favor line was regarding looking into 2016 election interference. Now, I've heard people inappropriately tie the do me a favor line to the Biden thing before, but I've never seen anybody do it like this where they've actually cut and pasted the two quotes from completely separate parts of the call and put them together like this in a graphic and then read it out. This is the most dishonest way of presenting this I have ever seen. This is actually amazing. 
as Trump often says, these people are sick. This is the basis of the impeachment inquiry. Why is that a sham? The whole Which is thing, what you're no, calling First of all, because nothing was withheld. The, the other guy on the other side actually said, I have no idea what you're talking about. No one knew any aid was even being was withheld. withheld. So no one knew about these but things. But that's not true. That's a lie. Military aid was withheld. That's a lie. Again, I, I feel like these are the only words that this woman knows. It's like a robot with a default setting. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Don has not lied once on this show, but that doesn't stop Sonny from claiming it. Yes. No one knew not about it in the Ukraine, so there, there, and there was no quid pro quo. You see all the it other aspects it, of this coming That's a lie. It was withheld. There's yeah. been no prima facie case Wait, so, made whatsoever for impeachment. The transcript is there. The witnesses are coming forward. There was no so you have a lot of opinion going forward. But Kimberly, the military aid was withheld. But not because of that reason. Did Gordon Sondland lie then when he changed his testimony yesterday? Well, I don't know why he changed his testimony. It's sort of interesting. It almost, you know, he says something. He's afraid of on the record. He's afraid of going to jail. Well, or, or he's afraid of being attacked like so many of us have for so long by a vicious left that's running oh, a one-sided please. champagne. Let's go to Adam Actually, Sondland didn't say that there was a quid pro quo about inventing false dirt on Biden. He said there was a quid pro quo about making statements about investigating corruption. Very different. One would actually be Donald Trump trying to do something corrupt. The other one is just Donald Trump trying to get the Ukrainians to publicly acknowledge that they're looking into corruption. One is unethical, one is totally ethical, all right? What Sondland changed his testimony to was an acknowledgement of a quid pro quo that was not unethical at all. We're back with these two. <laughs> Megan? Yes, and if you could let me speak, I would appreciate it. Mr. Trump, a lot of Americans in politics mischaracter. And a lot of people miss the soul of this country. You and your family have hurt a lot of people and put a lot of people through a lot of pain, including the Khan family, who is a gold star family that I think should be respected for the loss of their son. Does all of this make you feel good? <sighs> I suppose I should have expected this kind of BS from Megan. She hates Trump because Trump was mean to her dad. Okay, fine. Whatever. I suppose being pissed off is natural. But come on. The Khan family? Kazir Khan criticized Trump. Trump criticized Kazir Khan. I mean, that was like, what, three years ago? That's her big criticism, something Trump said three years ago? But the way she asked this is such a BS. You Trumps are evil. Do you, does that make you feel good? It's like the classic gotcha question, when was the last time you beat your wife? I mean, <sighs> these women are deranged. All right, all right, let's see how Dawn responds. I don't think any of that makes me feel good, but I do think that we got into this because we wanted to do what's right for America. My father has been working tirelessly to bring back the American dream, who've watched politicians with no business experience send that American dream abroad to countries that hate our guts. He's brought jobs back. He's created unprecedented levels of unemployment numbers for African Americans, oh. for Hispanic oh, Americans. Yeah. This is fact. Yeah. You can argue it, but this is fact. For women, all-time high startup businesses. So I understand that he's controversial. I understand that he's offended a lot of people. But I also understand he took on the establishment. And that's the premier sin in American politics these days to do that. And I know he does a lot with Gold Star families. And he calls a lot of those Gold Star families. And he has a lot of care for those people. But when when he's under constant attack by the same people, when he's under attack by the establishment, when he's under attack by this, the reality is this, he's a counterpuncher. And as a conservative, I would hope that you would appreciate 
that conservatives haven't been known for fighting back for a very long time. They've ceded ground to the liberals and the liberal elite for decades by not actually fighting back. So I understand we can keep going back to character. I, I think, think he has great character. I think my family has character. Her father. I, I understand I that, and I'm think, sorry about that. And they, they did have differences. I agree with that. But, but I think just... just but, and, I, and again, I'm, I'm sorry for the loss. I think you lost finish. your aunt last night, so I do apologize I for that as well. last night. Yes, I did. McCain, um, Thank you. Beautiful answer. Beautiful answer, Don. Dignified answer, dignified guy. Now, the lack of integrity in these women, contrasted by the great integrity here uh, of Don, striking, absolutely striking. Uh, I just, it's just, for me, it, it would not have been worth it. This would not have been worth it. And I think people can go to the moment when my dad had stopped someone from saying Obama was a Muslim, and the pain, inflicting pain on so many people wouldn't have been worth it to me or my family to the White House. So I just want to know, is it worth it? Well, listen, there, I, I think it depends on the hat that I'm wearing. You know, for me as a citizen, as a father, as a father of kids in New York City, you know, it, it hasn't exactly been, you know, peaches and cream for us either. But you know what, it is worth it. When I do go around the country and I see people who are affected by these policies, who are getting to live their American dream again, who are seeing wage growth for the lowest levels go up, when I see it, happening with those people and they tell me their stories how they're so happy mm -hmm. that they voted for my father that they're so happy that he actually had the guts to take on those people to not just accept the status uh, quo to not just I accept that was so yeah um so here's what i would say i i understand i know your father for uh, for so many years <coughs> i considered him yes and your grandmother mm -hmm. and i tell you no finer human <clears throat> being i considered him my friend i miss him I understand your loss. Yesterday was the anniversary of my mother passing. I lost my father Thanksgiving night. He woke me up with a kiss and said, Princess, I know this is a hard day for you. It breaks my heart to hear anybody say anything about your father. I understand that. And I know how difficult it is. And I know how difficult it is for him. When his everybody is attacking his family, they're out in front of our apartment, they want to put him in jail. I, under, I understand that, having lost both my parents to cancer. This is tough. I would like there to be more civility. Can someone just say they're and sorry? Not all can somebody just say they're sorry? And I honor your Please. father's this service. So I, I beautiful, beautiful. Again, I say such integrity here. Not so much with the ladies of the view. Can you imagine, honestly, and you know, you're, you, you guys, you ran for president. It was absolutely brutal. They've run. They're up for re-election again. 93% negative coverage in the mainstream media about President Trump. They don't want to talk about the successes. I know the president. I know the their White family House. for you guys, you guys are at the top. Years. You guys, you guys, I for them like Suck I can for you and your family. Right, yeah, but I get up. Right. We're eight talking years about Obama. They really do not want to hear what Don has to say, but he got it out and he's right. Obama has uh, has endured zero criticism for anything. All right. Suck it up. As Whoopi says, you know, that is not an appropriate response to the total degradation of any standard of journalistic ethics in the media. Part of being president is having a pair that can take whatever heat comes oh. towards you. I, I and promise you, you, I and promise when you, my father's got a pair, and, and when, no one, no sitting president has I'm taken just, the heat that, that Donald Trump has taken. Can I speak, please? That can is bulldog. That is bulldog, Whoopi says, bulldog. Okay, I think uh, we know what she means. Well, it's not bull, Whoopi. It's absolutely true. I'd like to hear what president in living memory endured more viciousness. 
nobody that I can remember. He also called Mexicans rapists. He, no. he, he made, he wait said a second. some coming across the border, and that's a fact. No, no, Look no. at what's going on I at the border. Let her finish. Let her finish. Called Mexicans, some Mexicans rapists. He attacked the handicapped. Mm -hmm. He bragged that's about it. He, he Listen, we heard the access. Hold on. We heard the access tape where he mm -hmm. bragged about grabbing women by their genitalia. She's talking about, that's what Megan is talking about. She's talking about lowering the discourse to his level, which is horrible for this country. Even if people are working, we don't want to have a country like that. Do you understand we, we, that? We've all, we've all done things. They don't like the vessel no, no. of this America. We've all done things that we regret. I mean, if we're talking about bringing a discourse down, Joy, you've worn blackface. Whoopi, no, you I said that sorry, Roman I'm Polanski. Sorry, I'm sorry, and don't. You, if you, you said do that it, Roman Polanski. It wasn't rape, rape when he raped a child. So let's, let's okay. talk about this. So, yeah, no, let's things. talk Come about on, this. So, fair. you want to bring this up? The yeah. question came up. I did not about, go in blackface, please. No, she was not in blackface. Thank you. Sorry. Listen, being black, I recognize blackface. This okay. I can say. <laughs> okay? I know what well, that's it. Really back me up on yeah. that. That's so really now that you now that you now that you've broken this piece of ice, because I guess this is the fight you wanted. I, it's not the fight yeah, I wanted. Yeah, it is. But if we're because talking about you, character, we're talking when, about these Are you things, questioning my character? I'm not no, questioning your character. I'm talking about okay. you're questioning my father's character. I'm and not, I say I, I'm we sorry, all have I didn't question anybody. I simply said that when you're talking about that your father's taking more heat than anybody else, that it's not so. Instead, as a president, and when, yes, as a president, uh, yes, ridiculous. he's getting crushed. I think he's I think a the president. Park Five took a lot more heat than your father has taken at his hand. Okay, so this is the famous uh, "you wore blackface" moment. I think Don should have stuck it to them a little bit more strongly. I think he was being a bit nice, so you know, but that's okay. Uh, I, I actually don't really have a problem with blackface generally. I think that that's kind of like a, a BS controversial thing. But the left really does have a problem with it. And Joy is certainly a leftist. So by her own rules, she's a total racist. <laughs> and she's lying. Here's the clip revealed on The View of Joy Behar in blackface. In the New York Times, they had an op-ed piece in praise of naturally curly hair. They say that it's making a comeback. What do you mean? <laughs> Is that you, Joy? Oh, you know this picture. Oh, Joy, is that you? Yes. Joy, that is oh, you. Yes. Joy, are you Wait. black? No, I know. Circle I what? Was Twenty-nine. It was a Halloween party. I went as a beautiful African woman. Oh yes, you ain't black. But that's my hair. <laughs> that's my hair. That, you can be, yeah, but it is. So, uh, so the whole point of why it is that curly hair is coming back. I thought that was. I thought, that is me. Did you have tanning lotion on? Joy? A little. I had makeup that was a little bit darker uh -huh, than my skin. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was wearing makeup a little darker than my skin. <laughs> I mean, she's even trying to hedge here because she knows that the left is going to kill her for this. Of course, she's forgiven because she's a crazy leftist. But yeah, she was dressed up as a beautiful African woman. Be beautiful. Okay. I mean, it was a flattering picture. I'll give her that. But here's another photo of Behar in her youth. I mean, I'm not going to use the word hideous, but let's just say she always looked about the same. <laughs> and regarding Whoopi, it wasn't rape rape. Yeah, she, she said that. Here's the tape. I know it wasn't rape rape. 
Now, Roman Polanski pled guilty to this. Okay, he's currently hiding in France, where they refuse to extradite him for some reason. Uh, and and here's the other thing about that: Roman Polanski has just this week been accused of rape, rape. Okay, yeah, real. Full-on rape, Whoopi, in whatever definition you want, okay? This was in 1975 by a French photographer. And this is actually the sixth woman to accuse Polanski of sexual abuse. Rape, rape. What an idiot. And this has been reported relatively lightly, but you can see it here in the New York Times. So, Don's point is well made. We've all done things that we regret. These women casting aspersions about the character of other people is laughable. Seriously laughable. Now, um, recently you've been very outspoken about how Hunter Biden has benefited from me- nepotism. Yes. And you say, I wish my name was Hunter Biden. I could make millions off of my father's presidency. Yeah. Um, and your father <laughs> tweeted this. He said, uh, encouraging people to, your father encourages people to buy your book. Um, I think that's benefiting from your dad's uh, presidency. But um. listen, I get that I'm the son of a rich guy from New York. I understand that. My father has done a lot. You know, I've benefited from that as Hunter Biden has. The difference is we did that as a private company. When we got into international politics, the second my father took, you know, won the presidency, he said, we will not do new foreign deals going forward. Hunter Biden utilized his father's vice presidency to magically end up on a board in Ukraine with a language he doesn't speak on a business he knows nothing about for 83000 a month. If I did that, you guys would lose your mind. Understandably, and you'd be right. Brilliantly stated. And Don actually wrote a book. Okay, Hunter didn't actually do anything. Donald Trump encouraged people to buy his son's book that he wrote. Okay, that sounds pretty reasonable to me. A Ukrainian gas company hired Joe Biden's son in order to benefit from Joe's political influence, and then they did benefit from that influence. That's called corruption, all right? Thank you, Sonny, for making that distinction so clear. Your father's D.C. hotel opened up yeah. just a couple of weeks after his election. I'm glad you asked. And, and you've actually made, I think, according to your father's financial report, he earned about $40.8 million, <laughs> just a minute, from his D.C. hotel in 2018. Um, the attorney general is going to hold a $30,000 holiday party at the D.C. hotel. A lobbying firm with ties to the Saudi government paid $270,000 to the hotel uh, between October 2016 and March 2017. Um, there's well, listen, uh, let me, let me thank Tony's president. He knows how to make a buck. Yeah. These are so the, the details. bottom line is you have made money. But let me finish. These are the details that the media always neglects. Yes, we're in the hotel business. We have been for decades. Yeah. That's not a secret. When we take money from a foreign entity, in D.C., most mm-hmm. of it's foreign entities, right? Yeah. The, the government-related foreign entities, when they come, we literally stroke a check back to the U.S. Treasury. Mm-hmm. We spend more money on accountants than we can make from this to make sure we're doing that right because we can't do that. My father gives back his entire salary mm-hmm. to the U.S. Treasury to be put towards causes, whether it was alcoholism, whether it was the Department of Interior. So yeah. we're literally not making money 
from any of those foreign governments. We're giving it back to the Treasury. And by the way, but there's an opportunity. But you are making money from the hotel based on the We're in the hotel business. So, well, right, nothing good. Like, we're giving back. That's and not that's a surprise. Right. Right. They have a duty and obligation to honor their business Biden, We didn't become international businessmen magically when we got an office. Listen. We didn't be we didn't become international businessmen magically when we got into office. Exactly. Exactly. It is so frustrating because Don is just destroying the criticisms of these ladies again and again and again so eloquently and so thoroughly. And they just keep shouting over him because they don't like his responses. I really wish that their audience could hear what he has to say clearly because it's all absolutely spot on. Yeah. Who do you hope runs against your dad? You know, honestly, it doesn't matter that much to me. I mean, I, I sort of believe that the American people, and I, you know, again, I understand with full disclaimer, I'm the son of a rich guy from New York, but, you know, I spent a lot of not time in middle rich. America. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, not that rich. Honestly, what a disrespectful bitch. But I do spend a lot of time in middle America. I spend a lot of time there. And honestly, people are happy. Yeah. They see the results. They see wages going up. I have, you have no idea how many Democrats come up to me and say, Don, I wish they'd let him do his job. But Donald, and and that's Donald, the problem. The, the Democratic Party has left the working class they that they not. used to represent. That's not true. The, the By the way, you know, he seems today. to be petrified of Joe Biden. Joe Biden's beating him in a lot of polls. He's, uh, he's scared of Joe Listen, Biden. Joe Biden doesn't know what state he's Wow. Joy really cannot let Don speak. She is so triggered. Such a good title. Such a good title for your book, Don. We would ha be easier to have this conversation if the if we could do it without the jokes. Mm -hmm. What jokes? Because the jokes are making it hard to who hear anybody's points. Huh? No, but who said a joke? <laughs> Whoopi is actually trying to shut Joy up here, which is great. Joy's little jab about Trump not being that rich was certainly meant to get the audience to laugh, but she says, what joke? Because she was seriously trying to criticize Trump. Uh, you know, as well as make the audience laugh. But it was more of a jab than a joke. Okay, but either way, you're being distracting and annoying, Joy. Huh? No, but who said a joke? We have to be I'll able to have that kind of yeah. discourse. I mean, look at what's yeah. going on in terms of PC culture. This is where I talk no about such the book. Thing. There's no such thing as PC culture. What is she talking about? I mean, look at what's yeah. going on in terms of PC culture. This is where I talk no about the book. No such thing. There, there is. No. Joy, what do you think about, like, Dave Chappelle or Burr or those guys getting canceled? I mean, you're a stand-up comic. I know. That's Dave Chappelle believe? was not canceled. They, they Dave Chappelle took there himself out. There are leftists out. that are out there can trying we, to stop these guys from having ahead. free can speech, we, can, from I, being I, funny. I, I, well, I, I, whose side I, are you on I, I, that I, I, one? I, I, I I'm know. on the side of free speech and comedy. Uh, comedy rules. Let the comedians do their thing. You're not a comedian. Neither are you, Joy. You just think you're funny. Nobody agrees with you you nasty old hag. But anyway, her point is ridiculous. Only comedians have the right to free speech. Everybody else has to be held to a different standard. Now, now, everybody can say anything that they want. Comedians don't get extra speech rights, all right? We can all make jokes, we can all criticize, and we can all discuss sensitive issues. That's what actually allows us to progress as a society, you muppet. And Dave Chappelle did not take himself out, Whoopi. You just say that because you don't agree with his ideas. This is the hypocrisy of the left. Freedom of speech for comedians unless we disagree with them. And then they're taking themselves out. But if you're not a comedian, you don't get free speech at all. I will just say this because it is the end of the show. <laughs> oh. Praise the uh -oh. I don't think it is. Well, I don't think it's well, thank you for coming. The new book Triggered is out now. We'll be back.
Honestly, I loved this episode. I actually did love The View this time. My verdict, Dawn really did destroy The View. That's not just clickbait. That is true. That really happened. Well done, Dawn. I look forward to voting for you in 2024. (laughs) All right, well, that's it for me. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just that they're crazy. Good night. Those who would trade our freedom for the soup kitchen of the welfare state have told us they have a utopian solution of peace without victory. They call their policy accommodation. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves.